L Show, part of the L Network. We are a bunch of wild and crazy Cleveland Browns fans, bringing you all the latest in Browns news. Tune in now. And good evening, and welcome to another Fanatical Elves show. We are on the Fanatical Elves Network, and I am joined this evening by none other than Steve Gill and Sam Britton, our young rising superstar podcaster. Glad to have you both aboard, and we've got a lot to talk about. A lot really? of things are happening. Yeah, Something happened yeah. in Berea? Unfortunately. <laughs> Not the best of things. So the best news is, we'll just start with this. If you are a Browns fan, and 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 we're all here, Browns fans, um, the Browns are wearing their new alternative uniforms on yeah. Sunday. So I'm wearing my white uh, ball cap tonight with the elf on it. And by the way, we're going to be giving away our next giveaway after the break. So if you're listening right now um, on Apple or on Spotify, uh, we're going to announce the winner here very shortly. If you're following us on YouTube or here on the X uh, stay tuned. We're going to announce the winner, but they're and they're all alternative uniforms. And they're asking the fans who attend the game on Sunday to also wear their whites. Um, my wife and I have actually cream colored uh, outfits that we're going to wear. So we're not exactly going to be white, but, um, uh, but I, but I will wear, wear my white um, ball cap. Um, so lots of news this week. Obviously Way to some support of you- the team, John. So we've been, you know, <laughs> Steve has done his Dog Pound South podcast. I've been doing my uh, Deshaun Watson uh, shoulder injury watch party uh, shows in the evening. And um, so there's a lot there. Uh, I've been a little bit of an, an annoyed fan, like many Browns fans are a little bit up and down. But Steve, let's start with you. You're more steady, kind of like Steady Eddie, uh, Kevin Stefanski. Um, you you have a little, bring a little bit more of a realistic perspective. So how are you feeling tonight? Well, um, I think it's a wise choice not to let him play. Uh, This kind of injury could take two to six weeks for recovery. Uh, I don't know if either of you have ever had a rotator cuff injury. Uh, My wife had a calcium buildup on hers, and I'm not comparing my wife to our franchise quarterback, Mm -hmm. although she's my franchise quarterback. Uh, Way to go. Nice. Yeah, nice. Nice uh, catch on that one. They had to go in. uh, She had a calcium buildup. They had to take calcium out, um, re-sew her rotator cuff up. And to this day, she still can't raise her arm above her head. Rotator cuff bruises uh, produce a lot of fluid, a lot of inflammation, and restriction of movement. So I think that's what we're dealing right here is the restriction of movement. Let me ask you this then, because this is where the bizarro world of all of this to me and a lot of Browns fans, and I know you're more a realist. So my, my questioning is everybody was talking, including Deshaun, going into the game two weeks ago that he was going to play. And we even saw him warming up, throwing 10 to 15 yards, you know, it's not big passes, but he certainly didn't well, look like, yeah. So I guess... I, I, you know, we're two weeks later and now we're shutting him down 
And I'm just well, um, as Joshua Cribs put it on his podcast this week, x-rays can show damage and stuff like that, but x-rays can't show pain. Mm -hmm. Now, if he can't throw the ball effectively Mm -hmm. and with zip tight windows over the shoulder catches those big deep over to the soldier shoulder catches, which he's very good at, then he shouldn't be playing. Uh, why further injure him? I know a lot of fans say, well, he's, you know, he's got $230 million. That's exactly why you don't play him. If he can't play that arm is worth $230 million. It's the most expensive thing in that locker room. So let's just, it's just so funny. The, the to me though, the story I think what people are getting upset yeah, at and, yeah. and they've been, they've been, um, they've been in the past with past administrations burned. So don't hold the current administration to what the past administrations have done. Uh, that has right. their, you know, they are not required to tell you anything. Deshaun Watson is not required to to do a, 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 a his normal press thing on Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, whoever said that? I mean, right now okay. they're they're telling you he's day to day. They're listing him on the injury report as did not right. practice. He's not on IR, which is good. Sure. If they felt it was a six week thing, they would have put him on injured reserve, and okay. they would have picked up another quarterback. Um. Sam, we're going to get to you in just a second. Here's my, and I'm going to have you follow up on this, Sam. So here's okay. my thing, Steve, and, and I know you're going to counter this, Steve, but and I mean, I think what's really bothering like me as a Browns fan and going through this experience already with Brady, or uh, not, not Brady Quinn, with uh, Baker Mayfield, with Baker Mayfield was that he had a different shoulder situation. I, But the fact that they were both dealing with shoulder tear. Okay, which is even sounds even worse. I guess this, I so, but but this is where it's getting really annoying amongst fans like myself who are like, if this guy, if Baker Mayfield can do all this stuff, and we and 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 that front office is giving the go ahead for him to play in those games, and now we're here in this game where we didn't even know it was a serious injury, you know, until later in the week, and he's doing high fives and uh, chest pumps with. Kevin Stefanski at the end of that game against Tennessee, it's just, it's just got a lot of us sort of like, what's going on? We it just, I and and I'm I know they don't have to disclose everything. It just, it just seems like well, something injuries off. stiffen up. I mean, you know when yeah, it, it it happens. And you know when Baker Mayfield was trotted out there and he sucked, and the fans, you know, let's fire Stefanski because he keeps playing Baker Mayfield. <laughs> You don't remember that? No, I do. <laughs> I, I get that. But I guess that's that's what I'm saying. Is why it's the why pain the pain level? It's the pain okay. level of the player, like Josh Cribb says. An X-ray can't show pain. So if he can't throw the ball effectively without pain, don't put him out there. Like Van Pelt said, you don't put a running back out there if he can't run. Yeah. So if your Sam. quarterback can't throw the ball, then don't throw the don't put your yeah. quarterback out there. Where are you at with all of this as a as a young Browns fan? You've you've seen Baker, you've seen this situation now. How are you feeling? And by the way, Sam's coming to us from Dallas, Texas area, where it's still probably hot. But no, okay, actually, Sam. it's not. Oh, good. It's like the high oh. is like eighty-two today. We've been well, opening that, windows and stuff. It's really nice. It's I been still consider great. eighty hot. <laughs> yeah, eighties 
chilly. I've been wearing long pants and long shirts that's, and stuff. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, so it's not that hot. But I think it just feels weird. Like, it just feels like there's a lot been going on because he's been practicing inside. He hasn't been... Like, we haven't seen him for, like, a week now, have we? Yeah, the mysterious so, disappearing act of a one that yeah, Sean Watson. Working out inside, whatever that means, that he could be sitting there doing nothing, for all we know. And then, obviously, Andrew Barry has been saying things, and then Kevin Stefanski has been saying something that's completely the opposite of what Barry said. And it's just a really weird situation. I think it's smart to keep him out this week mm-hmm. okay. because – Give him three weeks of rest. Get the bye week, obviously, this week or last week, technically right. now. But I think it's smart to keep him out. The 49ers are most likely the best team in the league. I don't think there's mm-hmm. any other team that's an argument. So it's already an uphill battle against the 49ers. And so mm-hmm. I think rolling out PJ Walker and keeping Watson in just for one more week, again, in the toughest game that you probably aren't going to win. I mean, realistically, it's pretty tough. Yeah. And so I'd say it's actually a pretty smart decision to keep Watson in right now or out right now. Well, at least the fans will get to wear their white um, outfits on, on Sunday um, as they be wearing or waving the white flag uh, early on in the game. Um, no, I, 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 I agree that um, oh it's just, God. I think <laughs> I, I, it's just, here's my thing too. Here's, here's where I, and I was a little irritated the other night also when I was listening to Stefanski talk about this, about, we got the dog barking about, um, about the, um, um, the playing the 49ers and how everybody is looking forward to that um, opportunity. They talked about an opportunity to play these guys and how they're such great coaches and they're, and they're great and they're great. They're great players. Oh, we've got a docking, a, a barking dog in the background here. Um, it's just the idea that it doesn't seem going into this game now after, you know, that the Browns are really prepared to go out there and win. We're all already like giving them an L and, and that's the sense. I mean, when I was listening to Stefanski, it's like, he's talking about the great coaches of San Francisco and how the well, players sure. are looking forward to the opportunity. I'm like, this is a this should be a team that wants to go out there and get wins. I'm tired of sitting and being sub 500 for the last did bazillion you, years. And did you listen not, to the coordinators today? I did not get to that. Did that, you that listen point. to Jim Schwartz? Oh, I'd love Brad to hear what he felt. And I no, I did not. I, I did not hear Jim today, and I did not okay, hear. Okay, they're they're oh. they're going to be ready. Defense is okay. definitely going to be ready. Okay, Bubba yeah. Pintron, so, special I, I teams. They're going to be ready. So, uh, Elliot has joined us, and we just, uh, Elliot, just to catch up real quick, we've been talking about Deshaun initially just now and getting our initial takes on kind of where things are. And, you know, I'm the annoyed uh, Browns fan who's fed up. Steve is the more uh, reality-based, you know, uh, lives in, in, in you know, he's, he's like steady Eddie. And uh, Sam's a little worried. Um, you know, that it's a little, uh, odd with the things that have been happening and, uh, but, but we, they all agree. And we, that, you know, sitting, uh, Deshaun out another week, uh, is probably a good, safe, uh, health bet for him. And, um, so that's where we are in the show, Elliot. And, um, we're going to, we're going to continue to talk about that, but I want to shift gears kind of to PJ 
uh, Walker. But Elliot, I want to know your thoughts, just kind of wrap things up for us about Deshaun. Where are you at with the whole him sitting out? It sounds like he's going to sit out again. Well, at this point, it is really an overrated issue. Uh, Deshaun Watson hasn't really established himself as a top echelon NFL quarterback. If there were an announcement tomorrow that Deshaun Watson went out and threw without pain and threw passes 70 yards downfield with great accuracy, what do you think that the the betting line would do a shift. How much? Well, it's at well, minus eight now, right? No, I don't know the betting line. Ten. <laughs> is it's that at 10, 10 now? Is it ah, at 10? Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Because yeah, it started at like five and a half or something. Then it went to six. It started at, it started three at three and a half. Uh, three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. On Monday. That's crazy. On, that was on that Monday. That is crazy. It was 10 today. That I was totally shocked by that. Yeah, 10 is actually not a unreasonable. That's what I would have actually put it at. But I think if they said that Watson is ready to play, it probably moved by one or two points. I don't think it's a huge uh, difference who plays quarterback okay. for the Cleveland Browns. I think they're all kind of the same. Well, well, let's talk about the guy. It sounds like uh, P.J. Walker is going to be the guy. And so let's kind of get into that. I know, Steve, you've done a little research on him, and I've yeah, I, Walker has a better record than Deshaun Watson over the past two years. The, yeah, uh, there you PJ go. Walker There's... has a better record than Joshua Dobbs, so we can get that out of the way, too. And well, PJ Joshua Walker... Dobbs is not a candidate to play, is he? No. And PJ Walker beat Tom Brady a year ago. There you go, 21 yeah. 3. Yeah. Um, they beat that was Tampa his best Bay. game last year. There you go. So all things are possible. And I know I listened, Elliot, to your show earlier with uh, Joel, the left guard, and I've listened to Steve's, the Dog Pound South show earlier in the week. But in your show, the Browniacs, um, you gave um, the Browns a, an op- a chance. You both, you and Joel, thought maybe this game might be low scoring. Um, and you didn't yeah. really give a lot of credit. And I know um, – Sam, you're down there in Dallas. Elliot, you didn't give Dallas a lot of kudos. And I know Steve mentioned it off air about how Dallas's way of playing defense might have made San Francisco look better than they really are. Well, it was their offense that made <laughs> San Francisco look better. Ah. They kept taking deep shots. And yeah. It's just not going to work. <laughs> yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. It was I, I compared it to Animal House and the food fight uh, plan. <laughs> yes. That, oh, that was a fantastic take, man. I love that. I That was great. I had a good that. laugh. Yeah. I, I, I could not <laughs> comprehend, you know, like you, Steve, I could not comprehend why they were throwing the ball deep when it was clear that, uh, you, you know, Zach was having, uh, yes, Zach, Dak was having problems yeah. with the deep ball. He wasn't getting it down the field. He was throwing the ball short consistently. And they were still calling mm-hmm. for that play every few plays, and it was not working. It was bound to be intercepted. Uh, it was. Yeah. It should have been worse. Sam, it should have been worse. Sam, is there any news down there in Dallas after that loss? I mean, you're you're in Cowboy Land. Not really. People are mad at Mike McCarthy, but it's just mm-hmm. been the same fire Dak, fire Mike McCarthy, fire everyone except for Mike Parsons. That's it. 
<laughs> and uh, who's our defensive coordinator? I can't remember his name for some reason. <laughs> Whoever he is, keep him. That's it. Blow up the whole okay. team. Get rid uh, of Jerry. Really? Blow up the stadium. Build a new one for all we. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Just say, <laughs> rebrand the team. Just Sam, have you ever been there to the stadium down there? In... Yeah, I yeah. toured yeah. it. I toured it a few years ago. Sweet. Uh, but I haven't oh, been wow. to it for a game. It's, gi- it's, it's it. ginormous, it's huge, right? It's huge. Yeah, we got to go up. There's like they got a million suites around there. We got to go in all in a few suites. It's it's crazy. Dan Quinn, pretty awesome. Uh, Dan Quinn, and, there you go. Yeah. yeah um, by yeah. the way, Sam Sam is our rising superstar podcaster. He has the Browns breakdowns. He brings that to you on the Fanatical Elves Network here on Wednesdays and Saturdays. So thank you, Sam, for uh, helping us out. We really appreciate all of the things that you're doing for our network. And our network is growing, and and Sam is uh, growing with us, and so we're looking forward to um, working with him in the future. So thank you. Yeah. Um. So let's. So PJ Walker. Just let's talk a little bit. I know Elliot you, doesn't make a lot of difference to you, Steve. Let's start with your <laughs> your 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 take on PJ and and some research on his background. I know he's a Temple Owl. You know that's a real uh, yeah a real um spot where you know great quarterbacks in the nfl come from oh i tell but, you but uh, i tell uh, you kurt warner's son is now a temple owl quarterback is he so, really i did yeah. not know that there you go yeah. there's a little i'm these little tidbits of news are are you know you only I get know, these on the fanatical elves so exactly well like you said he went to temple and he went to the xfl um five and oh uh before the league shut down because of covid he threw like 15 touchdown passes Okay. Uh, when they shut down, Matt Rule, his coach at Temple, was the Carolina Panthers coach and scooped oh, him up. So that's, that's right. why I went to Carolina for the last oh, three years. Um, a lot of the, the boring statistical stuff will be in my preview article uh, tomorrow or Saturday for ClevelandSportsTalk.com. Okay. But basically, he's played four games where he's thrown more than 20 passes, and he's 3-1 mm-hmm. and one in those games. Okay. Uh, with Carolina, he was three and zero at home. Mm. Um, yeah, uh, he should have been four and zero. One of those losses came uh, last year. Uh, there's a video circling around uh, where he threw a, a hail mary with 17 seconds left against Atlanta to tie oh, the game. Oh, I remember Atlanta. that play. Yeah, yeah DJ caught it and threw his helmet down, and the thing, and they had to push back the extra point, and he missed. Yep. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And they had to go to overtime. Wow. Yeah, that was yeah. on the. So, that was the longest air throw in NFL history. I think it was. It, oh, it wow. was uh, double. He was, was double like, covered too. It was a really yeah. Great I'm pretty pass. sure it was 67 yards. He threw that ball. Yeah. Wow. It was yeah, and he was uh, semi on the run when he did it. But uh, yeah, okay. So he is a veteran quarterback. Should we be concerned? He's got like a, you know, like you you said, he beat Tampa um, uh, last year. He had over 300 yards passing in that game. He's, you know, he's a career uh, and and his career got, his his QBR got dropped a little bit, but it's around 80. Uh, and it got dropped because last year he started against the Bengals in Cincinnati. No, and it was like 30, 34 to 3 at the end of the first quarter. So they yanked him okay. <laughs> for now another backup short. quarterback. He's, he's, he's short. And he's that, has me, that has me concerned as a Browns fan. <gasps> um, yeah. <laughs> Elliot, if you're not, if you're watching, listening to the podcast, you're not watching that Elliot is having, uh, having, uh, 
coronary a, event. A, a coronary event. She has a conniption right now. So yeah, um, he's 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 not inexperienced. He's four no. and three as a starter. So I mean, four he's and four three and... when when he played. Uh, yeah. So you know, it's his it's overall not like they're trotting out trotting out uh, some Joe Schmo no, out there. No, so. and I I like and I think. Okay, we ride with that for now. Is there um do any of you think I mean maybe you probably don't want to go down this road and we don't really want to talk about it now, but maybe if I mean we want to see what happens with Deshaun. But is there any thought of the Browns still trying to go out and maybe even getting a, another veteran? Um, considering what's happened to the fact that we're going with PJ Walker, DTR, who had one brief start and was you know, bolstered up to that number two spot now has been brought back, which I'm a little peeved about as, as a fan. I, I get it from the coaching standpoint a little bit, but it's a real, another PR move that I think is just, anyway, I'm not un, unhappy that PJ's starting. Is there any chance that there's a quarterback out there that's a veteran who's just sitting out there, sitting on his couch tonight that the Browns could maybe consider bringing in still, or is that, is that wildly like? Am I just throwing that? Carson Wentz. Yeah. yeah. Brady Quinn. Ryan. <laughs> Brady. Brady no, Quinn. You. Brady. Brady Quinn. Quinn. He's sitting out there. No, thank no, you. There's I think always I, a list I, of quarterbacks. You know, yeah. Somebody gets always injured, there. but there's you know the the uh, idea that you would bring in a quarterback that has not had uh, you know six months with the team like the other guys have had. And expect them to be able to master the playbook immediately. This is not yeah. fantasy football. You can't just yeah. plug somebody in and have them excel at the NFL level. This, the the whole thought yeah. is the, the whole thought process is ridiculous. Yeah. <clears throat> you only yeah. do that if you have no other choice uh, due to injury. So, do you think well, still, Elliot well, and Steve? Yeah, Steve. Well, the reason I think Watson will be back for the Colts is. They've already promoted Walker twice, including this game. If they promote him again, he goes on waivers and anybody can pick him up. So okay, no. they yeah. can't demote him. They no if they will have to give him a permanent um position. Yeah, they'll have to keep him on the roster. If they don't keep him on the roster, they can't demote after, him. Somebody after will pick Sunday's him up. game, he can be um, he can go back to the practice squad. No, he will be Except taken. Three calls. He will, no, he will be taken by another NFL team. Um, because well, other NFL teams have already called and asked him, and he said no. Oh, I've been told. Okay, you well, can do that when you're okay. That would be nice. yeah. You can when you're a vest when you're a veteran of two plus okay. years, hey. you can turn down the offer. Let's let's go ahead and take a quick break okay. right now here on the Fanatical Elf Show. I know Elliot, do you have your graphics tonight to um, share with us um, by chance? Yeah, we were, I could do that. Discuss, I could do we that. We were talking about both sides of the ball, and then Sam, we'll we'll uh, have you look at these amazing uh, graphics that Steve and I get to uh, look at, which is uh, Elliot does a great job of do, looking at this from both sides of the ball. So we're going to pause. We're also going to after the break. Folks that have been tuning in, listening on Apple, Spotify, or watching us live here on YouTube, we're going to announce our giveaway. So make sure you come back. Um, we're going to pause for these brief commercials. We'll be right 
back. Okay, we are back here on the Fanatical Elves show. We've got um, Sam Britton, our podcaster from Dallas, Texas, Arlington, I think, right? Yep. We've got Elliot Cannell, and we've got Steve Gill. Uh, thanks for coming back. Um, so we're all gearing up for this game. It's it's the alternative uh, uniforms come Sunday. They're asking the fans to wear their white uh, uniforms as well. And so I've got my white ball cap. I'll be up there at the stadium. Um, Elliot, are you going up to the game on Sunday? I will not. Okay. I didn't know if you were going up or not. Um, so let's, uh, go ahead and bring up, uh, let's talk a little bit, uh, of the, the, um, Hey, there we all there. And we, we lost Sam. Did I lose Sam? Sam's there. No, he's right there. Yeah, is no. he right there? Yeah, I'm He's hoping right that you see the the uh, oh, there he is. Okay. PowerPoint. Does everybody see that? Yep. 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 We can yep. see yep. it. So if you're watching on YouTube and X, yep. Yeah. See, for those who do not I have uh, do. video, uh, we've got the X's and O's or squares and circles, I guess. Yeah. And it's color coded such that uh, blue means that they're superstars. Green means that they're above average. Yellow is an average player. Orange is a below average player, and red means that there's a problem. Basically, uh, for the first slide, this is the San Francisco offense on the bottom, Cleveland Browns defense on the top. And what it's showing is that the Browns have a tactical advantage uh, at the the defensive line. The San Francisco offensive line is not very strong. They only have Trent Williams performing at a very high level at left tackle, and everybody else is really so-so. Uh, they do have stars at uh, Brandon Ayuk. Uh, also, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, of course, is very, very good at George halfback, Kittle. and George Kittle at um, tight end. Um, but, you know, the Browns could disrupt Brock Purdy. That could happen, and that's why uh, it could be a very low-scoring game. There could be turnovers, and all kinds of bad things could happen. The Browns have stars on defense. The um, 49ers could get something going with their position players, but uh, they have weakness at the uh, offensive line positions. Um, Now I'll change over to the Browns on offense and the 49ers on defense. 49ers have no weaknesses, really. They have, you know, one player that's rated as average uh, on the defensive line. Everybody else is a stud or at least above average uh, Nick Bosa and Oren Burks are probably their best players. Um, but there are no weaknesses, really. There's nobody that you can really pick on the Browns. Har- on the other- yeah. Hargrave came from Philly, right? Yeah. That was a kid. Yeah. Uh, they outbid the Browns for him. Yeah. Right. And, and, you know, they're all doing a really good job and uh, there's, you know, nobody to really uh, pick on. Tayshawn Gibson's a former Brown. Uh, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he's uh, about as old as I am. Uh, he's ready to collect Social Security, <laughs> but he's still playing safety up there. Um, the Browns, on the other hand, have some problems. Um, they have uh, Jed Wills, who's not had a good season. We don't know why. Uh, Dewan Jones is still – I didn't spell his name right. Sorry, Dewan. But um, he's uh, 
not had a good season really, um, but he's learning. You know, we believe that he's progressing, and we hope that he'll be uh, a green box by the end of the year, or green circle, okay. I should say. Hopefully. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones ha- hasn't been putting up numbers this season. I, I don't know. know if it's that they haven't targeted him or what the story is there. His face is on a milk a big girl. advocate for him, too. Pardon? I was such a big advocate for him, and now he's been, like, mediocre at best, and I'm like, oh. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know if it's just that they haven't targeted him or, you know, what the story is there, but I still like Donovan Peoples-Jones. I, I think still he love should him. break out. Yeah. Uh, Jerome Ford has just really not done very well at halfback, and I've got Deshaun Watson. I've kind of charitably given him sort of a yellow box okay. if he plays, which I don't know if he'll play. Uh, but whoever they play there, you know, that's sort of a mystery uh, person at quarterback. And, yeah. you know, the Browns are not a strong unit offensively. San Francisco is a very strong defense. So so uh, we're every- really going to rely on our defense to do some things against their offense. Yeah, yeah so both of the yeah. both the 49ers and the Cleveland Browns have very strong defenses. San Francisco has a better offensive unit than the Browns. That's yeah. why they're favored, yeah. rightly so. Yeah. Well, the last time I think that San Francisco came to Cleveland, they they beat Cleveland. That was several years ago. But um, you know, we're we'll see no, what I happens. Think, yeah. No. Oh, I think we I did think, win that. You're right. I think the I Browns think, won that game last time I, they went to San Francisco. That's the right. Browns that was, got uh, Baker Mayfield around. Yes, they did. Um, that was a an unfortunate. Um, series of events there um so let's you know uh well before we take you our final i want to kind of go around the room again and just talk a little bit about what you're looking forward to in this game um you know it's been a really emotional week for me and and other browns fans who are just you know we're 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 frustrated but we're trying to be patient and i'm not doing a good job of being patient i know (laughs) but but, uh, I do want to give our giveaway though, before I go around the room. So let's, let's do our giveaway. So thank you to all those of you out there who are following us, um, you know, on the podcast on Apple, Spotify, but also on X, also on Facebook. We're on, uh, we've got a TikTok page. We've got um, all sorts of places to to find us. Um, We've been gaining uh, lots of popularity on the X and that's great. And so we put out a new ball cap, uh, last night it was just a 24-hour giveaway, and uh, the winner of that ball cap, you had to repost and follow our show. And uh, drum roll, please. Let's see if I can pull. I had it right up here. Now I I lost it. Okay, here we go. Here we go. The winner is here we go brownies. Here we go. It's Boss Man 8181. Congratulations. To here we go, Brownies, Boss Man 8181. He's the biggest Browns fan out there. Go Browns. He's a second, a season, a season ticket holder in section. Second teaser, no? Yeah. <laughs> a, he's a season ticket holder in section 539. I know that wow. area well. I was in 537. So congratulations, buddy. Um, go Cavs and go Guardians. Um, looks like he's. Right here in Ohio, Crestline, Ohio. So congratulations, and uh, we will be in touch to send you a wonderful, cool-looking uh, fanatical or, or an elf 
hat, uh, a little bit like this one, but it's uh, even even cooler. So, good job. Okay. Um, <laughs> Yay! Congratulations. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, final take, Sam. Let's start with you. Um, you know, you're out there, out west, down there in the good old Big D. Um, you know, you follow this team. You've watched them. You've studied them over the last couple of seasons. Where are you at just overall as a fan? And then what are you looking forward to on um, Sunday? Well, I had a article. I don't know if it's out. I don't think it's out on Cleveland Sports Talk yet. But okay, I was talking about like three people the Browns should maybe trade for to replace. And the, they were left tackle quarterback and uh, um, running back. Quarterback, I want a backup. So the backups I was looking at was I don't like the free agent, so I was thinking someone like Marcus Mariota or Tyrod Taylor. Those were two people that I used for examples. And then left tackle, there there's two left tackles on the Falcons. Both yeah. of their tackles are really good, and they were high, and so I was thinking maybe we could trade for one of them. I'm just throwing out ideas. And then running back, one of the running backs is the guy for the, for the, the Raiders. I don't know why his name never sticks in my head, the running back for them. Oh, but, because he, but he's a he's a rental right now. He would he, uh. he's on a one year deal, so he'd be a rental. But like, I feel like trading for someone is probably in the cards. I think that's so, something we need to do. I think left tackle, especially running back too. I like that yeah. idea, Sam. Yeah, left tackles something. And we were all thinking Jonathan Taylor, but then obviously he got that giant deal from the Colts like a week ago. But someone like a left tackle, I think, is big because Jadrick Willis has been really bad. I think I mean, Jedrick Wills should go back to just making commercials with Baker Mayfield. Yeah, maybe, but he's been he's been really bad. But looking to Sunday, I mean, the 49ers are just so good. They have basically no holes. I mean, they've got their receiver room is filled. Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel, Christian McCaffrey, George Kittle. Their offensive line is pretty good. Trent Williams. Purdy has been good. I mean, they're just such a good team. It's it's it is the team to beat. We're waving the white flag, man. We're waving the white flag yeah. already. Like it, it's the team to beat. But if you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. So I think this is a great standards game. I think if the if the Browns can actually beat them, I think this will be a huge morale boost, especially because the 49ers Definitely. are still undefeated. I think being able to beat an undefeated team. If they were four and, and one, Sam, you're right. Day. You're and you consider yeah. that they they the Browns two wins have been pretty big wins, mm-hmm. unlike other seasons they they've actually have blown out some teams. So that would be uh, a nice pattern for the Browns to yeah get a, a big win. And I think knocking them un undefeated, un undefeated, but they're five and zero right now. And so having a I think beating the 49ers, who are probably the best team in the league, would be a massive morale boost. And then beating them to make them undefeated would be an even bigger morale boost. So I think it's a definitely a, it's kind of a landmark game. It's, it's, it's the, it's I like the, it. it's the as low as you can go or high, well, as even, you can go, I guess. And Sam, even before the season started, I think all of us, especially myself, I was looking at this game six coming off the bye uh, as, as being a huge game. I was you yeah. know, going in the, the first four games and then you have the bye and we were two and two and we're still two and two. Nothing has changed. Hope, uh, we're not, hopefully, yeah. nothing has changed. We yeah, didn't I lose know, five games over. The I know, bye. Steve. I thought we lost. I know. Five I'm games overreacting. Over I know. I'm overreacting just a little bit, but but it's for the clicks, man. I need you to click on. Uh, 
So, hey, Sam, I really like your um, uh, um, USA uh, flag. I think that's really cool. Oh, thank you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really, yeah. You got a nice setup there. We'll have to, we'll have to travel down to Dallas to, to meet you in person. It's, it's, it's great off. It's great on camera, but off camera, it's a, uh, it's a little chaotic, but. <laughs> oh, really? A little okay. Brown's poster yeah. behind you or something like that. Yeah, yeah. What I was thinking was instead of here, I wanted to buy a signed Brown's Amari Cooper jersey and hang it right there. Ooh. But eventually like I'll figure out a better camera setup. I nice like that, choice. Sam. Good job. <laughs> Elliot, your final sort of, you know, where you're at right now. And I really liked listening to you and Joel the other this morning talking about like the game. I thought you were pretty accurate with your takes. Yep. If you want to elaborate on that or uh, where you're at with everything. Yeah, I want to talk a little bit. I'm a little bit upset with the mentality, uh, maybe that the fan base is approaching this game. I think that, uh, you know, this business about, well, we can't win because we don't have a franchise quarterback is sort of like the four-year-old that can't face life without his teddy bear. <laughs> you know, I mean. Oh, Wait, I, I, go, like I gotta, I gotta go find win. my teddy bear. Wait, wait, wait a second. Yeah, go get go your find... teddy bear. We can't win without the franchise quarterback. Because first of all, there's no such thing as a franchise quarterback. And then I use the example. You know, to me, a franchise quarterback means that there's, you know, I'm a numbers guy, and it means that there's some kind of prohibitive number of uh, points that's going to be, uh, you know, spotted to the team in the in the handicapping if you have this franchise yeah. quarterback like when peyton manning got hurt the colts had a nine point differential in the yeah. point spread you know okay that i can kind of understand that's a franchise quarterback but if the browns have um no matter who they start i don't think it's going to make any difference maybe two points differential and how you handicap the game i don't think it makes that much difference whoever they start I just think that they need to have a plan. And if they have a plan, they've had two weeks to come up with a game plan against San Francisco. San Francisco's had a short week. <clears throat> They're traveling uh, from the West to the Eastern time zone. Uh, mm -hmm. They're traveling on a short week. They have not had enough time to prepare a good game plan against Cleveland. All that stuff favors the Browns. So uh, I, I don't like this business about crybabies and we can't win. We don't have our franchise quarterback. I'm not even convinced that Deshaun Watson is that franchise quarterback. <laughs> Just go out, play football, play your game, be the Cleveland Browns, beat San Francisco. There's no reason why it cannot be done, even though they're a very formidable team. And there's every reason to believe that, you know, they're, they're going to be up to the task. But the Browns have a fighting chance to win this game. And uh, I don't give a rat who plays quarterback just as long as it isn't me. Damn it. Let's do this. Let's go Browns. Okay. Go Browns. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Calm down. I still Calm. got, I got, Calm. I got, I got 72 hours before the game, man. Okay. Um, Can't give your heart itself. Hard I'm, I'm looking forward to on Sunday with going, I'm going to the game with my beautiful wife, Laura Jean. Uh, can't wait to go, but we're, we're going to, I'm going to focus on mostly is to, uh, watch all the uh, drunkenness uh, pregame of all those around me. That's more far more entertaining at times. And then especially afterwards, when you're making that 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 crawl up 
um, East Third Street, um, <laughs> and you can't go more much more than a, a, a you know you're you're crawling like a like a snail, and all these drunkenness is all around you, and people are you know falling over their faces. It's it's you're more concerned about getting knocked around by someone who's been drunk. Uh, like you that angle fan. Yes, the headbutted yes. unconscious basically. Oh my gosh, Steve, where are you at? Let you know you're I'm, our. Yeah, I'm going to give you something that's going to make you feel better, and this oh, is ahead. from the San Francisco beat writer who covers the 49ers. Kyle Shanahan as a head coach is one in eight versus Jim Schwartz defenses. Oh, <laughs> when in 2016 when he was OC of the Falcons. And the Falcons had pretty good teams, and Jim Schwartz brought this up because they had Julio Jones and yeah, and uh, you know Matty Ice as the quarterback. But when he was the offensive coordinator coordinator of the Falcons in 2016, the Falcons were averaging 33.8 points a game. Sure. When he went against Jim Schwartz and the Philadelphia Eagles, they only scored 15 points. Yeah, wow. So Jim Schwartz knows how to beat and everybody says brock purdy system quarterback system quarterback that's a bunch of bull uh but he knows how to beat the shanahan system so that's that's where i'm playing now that gives me a little bit more optimism as a browns fan i'm a a little bit more upbeat now now i'm gonna look at the game i I mean this has changed my 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 thoughts right now is gonna go undefeated it hadn't been happened since 1972 I mean, yeah. and the Browns that, should have won that game in 1972. In that playoff game, they were the only team to give them uh, Miami a game that whole season. Yes. Actually, I remember that game. If you okay, four. I don't even think my parents were in 1972. Well, not, yeah, that's right, Sam. You were, but how about the 1985? Uh, playoff game down in Miami, the Browns should have won that game too, or was it 80? Yeah, 84, 85 when. Um, Bernie yeah. had just started that that game. The yeah, Browns were they, up they, twenty-one they, to they three didn't at have a passing attack. Yeah, or, yeah. they, they should have anyway. won that game. But yeah. anyway, so you know, they Brock Purdy hasn't thrown an interception yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I haven't been fantasy. And uh, when he's in a uh, un- when he's pressured, his completion rate drops to about fifty percent. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I agree with Elliot on their offensive line. Trent Williams is a Hall of Famer. The other guys oh, yeah. are just a bunch of average players. Sam, this is a little bit, um, and uh, you're, you just indicated that Brock Purdy is your fantasy league quarterback. So this is a little bit of a, oh, of a uh, compromise here. Are you gonna? Are I have you gonna CMC be able, too. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I really want the Browns to win, but man, if CMC could pop off for another four touchdowns, that'd be great. <laughs> I have well, to pick guys, up because yeah. I picked up Joe Burrow and Trevor Lawrence, who were awful in the first four games. So oh my gosh. Great. Well, the Browns have a lot of games, and I guess you know, we're all set on this 49ers game, but I think Steve or uh, Elliot, you brought up that the Browns next play the Indianapolis Colts, and the Colts are without mm-hmm. their and- Anthony uh, Garden Minshew and Garden Minshew <laughs> now better. Um, Minshew, yeah, he is. <laughs> now, Elliot, are you going to run out to Indianapolis with? I, I think Joe was talking about going out to that game. Are you going to go to that game in in Indy? Are you? Or and and Steve, you were talking about it, right? weren't you talking yeah, about? I going can't up do to, it. I can't do you it. Can't do I, it now. Okay. No, I, I don't get back from North Carolina till Saturday. I'm not uh, going to turn gotcha. around and do another. Well, 
regardless of what happens in this game uh, on Sunday, where the Browns are still going to be either three and two or two and three, they're only five games in. They'll have still 12 more games on their season. So there's a long season ahead. Lots of things will be happening. We'll be bringing it to you here on the Fanatical L's network. Um, yeah, I comment real quick and look yes, at the division. Sam. The division is really bad right now. Like the Steelers are three and two, the Ravens are three and two, and the Bengals are what are they two and three right two now? Two and three. Yeah, it's like yeah. the division is really bad too. So a win here yeah. could possibly put you in second for or first place. Even I think is possible yeah. if both the Ravens and the Steelers lose, you can be in first place by the uh, end. Of- Steelers have a bye. Mm-hmm. Ravens are in London mm-hmm. versus the Titans. Okay. Can't remember who the Bengals play. So it isn't. It is technically yeah. possible you could still be in first. No, you'd be you. You lost to the Steelers. So you can't be in first place yet. You'd be tied for first place, but they'd be legally first place because they beat you. I love the Fanatics Network because we've got all these guys. Sam, our our young young podcaster, Steve and Elliot, all bring all this amazing information so if you tune into our programming it's just great stuff i just enjoy listening and hopefully our fans Ooh. do too uh, Bengals host yes. the seahawks the three Ooh, and one be a seahawks good game. Ah. i said well oh. guys i i want to thank everybody being on tonight we're going to be bringing more shows um i know uh we'll ha- on sunday we'll be having a pregame show i don't know who all here will be able to join us but we might have a few of us who will be able to join us. Um, we'll come on an hour or two before game time, Steve. And uh, we'll be have that on pregame. Sam, you're welcome to join us too if you're around, yeah. Elliot. Um, and then we'll uh, win or lose. We'll probably do some sort of post game too um, because fans are tuning in and, and want to hear our perspectives. So thank you again to all you loyal Browns fans and those of you who have following us now on the Fanatical Elves Network. Spread the love. Tell them about our, our network. I'm talking to people every day about our network and people go, Oh, you have a podcasting network. Yeah. We're talking about the Browns and we're like, Oh yeah, we'll turn in. And then you talk to him a couple of days later. Oh, I really like that show. Well, thanks. We got, you know, five or six guys here who bring it to you every week. We got a show on every, every day, pretty much. Uh, we even have the, the, the Deshaun Watson shoulder party, watch party um, show. So shoulder uh, party, watch party. Or, uh, yeah, whatever. Well, you know, the the reason it's doing so well is because of Elliot. Yes, he he's he's the mysterious um I don't know what I, I have to come up with a private name. Private eye. Private eye. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um we've gone down that road. Well, guys, uh, thanks again. Enjoy Elliot. Did you want to say something before we leave? I was going to say off. just as long as it's not the Deshaun Watson shoulder memorial party. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. already did that. We did that earlier in the year on with Cade York. That was a, that was a great show. Yes, we will miss Cade York, folks. Take hey, care. We have a kicker. Steve. That's right. I forgot. I we know. do finally. <laughs> hey, everybody, have a great rest of your night. Um, thanks again for tuning in tonight, and congratulations to Boss Man eighty one eighty one, who's the winner of the ball cap. We'll be in touch to deliver you your your uh, elves hat. Go Browns! Take care. Go Browns!